You ready? It's about that time. You're listening to Hoop Waves with Marlena Rodriguez. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hoop Waves podcast with um, Marlena, which is me. And I'm so happy to have another podcast and talk to you guys again because it's just, you know, it's it's unusual times right now. And I think um, just being an escape for some people is always nice. So I welcome you back and all other new listeners, whoever is listening. So welcome. So in this episode, I have someone who is in the G League and has tra- um, come from quite a few um, places um, to get to where he is today. So I would just want to welcome Roger Mute Abidias. Welcome, Roger. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, guys, I was worried about his name, but I nailed it. I think he approved. So. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad at all. I've heard worse. <laughs> yeah, I, my name gets butchered a little bit, surprisingly. So you're not the only one. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I'm so happy for you to join us. First of all, how are you doing? Um, I'm I'm doing good. Can't complain at all. Um, it's definitely um, definitely some challenging times, obviously, with everything going on in the world. But uh, I have a lot to be grateful for. So I'm doing great. great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's again, social media doesn't kind of help either when it's right in your palm of your hand too. So that's good. Always keeping a positive uh, mindset, which is always exactly. key. So control what yeah. you can control. That's what I always say. Exactly. So, Roger plays for the Santa Cruz Warriors, and he's a um, shooting forward. And I saw that your birthday, it was like it was meant to be for us to talk. My birthday is the 21st of April. So, we're Wow, practicing. really? Yes. I saw that, and wow. I was like, wow. Yeah. So, okay, that, that's amazing. You're part of the Taurus gang. Yeah, Taurus gang all the way. The best gang ever. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so you, I had a quarantine birthday, um, for, how'd you spend your birthday? And I'll let you know about mine. Um, same. I had a quarantine birthday as well. Um, I was at home, uh, I got to spend it with family, which is, which was a positive mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just, just at home, um, had a cake and, uh, that was about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I pretty much did the same thing. Some of my family doesn't live far, so they came with their vehicles. And, you know, they were part of that honking crew that <laughs> wakes up the whole neighborhood. <laughs> oh, that's nice. You, you got this. I didn't get to experience that, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, but, sure, uh, I'm sure you had a great time with your family. So, yeah, I usually spend my birthday the same every year. So it wasn't much different than the year before that. OK. And I also saw that you're from Cameroon. Is that correct? Yes, I am. I love that when I get to talk to people who are from different like places around the world. And I I did a little research to check out Cameroon and their culture and like the whole vibe and the lifestyle looks so amazing. Can you describe like um, all of that? Well, um, it's, it's, it's different. Obviously, it's different in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people that everybody needs to visit and have a look at it. As Af- and Af- I look at Africa in general, but um, it's 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 a much quieter and slower lifestyle. Yeah. Um, some amazing people, and um, I, I love it. It's home for me. Yeah, I saw some of the outfits that people wore, and it just it like it opens your eyes because you know in America we 
we have our you know it's it's very cultural too like everyone has their own style but to see it like in a different light it's pretty it's pretty amazing exactly exactly so yeah you should come visit yeah how what's the plane ride like how far does it take um depends for it depends on where you at and uh where you where you leave from um so if you live i live in california so if you leave from california you'll probably fly to somewhere in europe because there's no direct flight for 12 hours oh, wow. and then from there you'll probably uh, fly to my city for six hours okay so about 18 total yeah about 18 hours okay. flight without counting the yeah, the layovers. The layovers. Yeah, because you know that happens. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, okay. So you're in California. Yeah, of course, Santa Cruz. There you go. I'm also in California. I'm about 30 minutes from downtown LA. So. Okay, where about? Not that far. West Covina, like Pomona area. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, okay. I'm I'm very familiar with it. Oh, really? Okay. Have you came down yeah. before? Yeah, I have. Oh, nice. Where did you come? Uh, Claremont. Claremont. Oh, yeah, Claremont. I like, I go to a farmer's market on the weekends there on Saturdays, so it's a nice place. Yeah, Claremont is really cool. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So I just want to dive in. Um, first of all, what made you choose basketball? I know you have an older brother. Um, we'll talk a bit about him, but what made you choose um, playing basketball? To, and, you know, it's it's pretty a good, good choice that you made it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I have to say probably the one of the big thing was the height <laughs> definitely yeah. helped uh, make the decision. But uh, I grew up playing soccer. Uh, I was playing soccer for the longest. Okay. And uh, so, you know, being from Cameroon, that's like the main sport. That's what everybody right. does. And uh, just having been influenced with my older brothers, not only my brother Luke, but my other older brothers who were playing. Yeah basketball at the time I kind of just you know when I grew taller I kind of got pulled um, towards the basketball side and then that's just kind of how I started playing and I fell more and more in love with the game yeah you know that you know what they say you can't teach height so (laughs) exactly exactly you can't teach height yeah and it's just tougher to play soccer when you're six foot seven than you know basketball yeah I can imagine (laughs) but yeah. the struggle. Um, exactly. What, so you went to UC Berkeley, which is amazing. What's it like leaving your home to go to college and pursue education? Because I hear so many stories and people like saying, I had to leave my family. Did you come here alone or did someone come with you? Like, wh- what was all the feels? Uh, well, personally, by the time I went to college, it was nothing new to me. Okay. Um, I had already left home at 15 to come to high school here. Oh. Um, so, um, uh, going to college was not, you know, it wasn't that big step. Like, you know, some of my teammates right. and some of my friends were, were experimenting for me it was, you know, I had been there and done that kind of, okay. um, but it was definitely a good, you know, a good experience, you know, coming to a school like Berkeley, you know, being young and being curious yeah. to find out what that, that was going to be like. Um, so that was dope. Yeah. You see Berkeley, um, a lot of great players came from there. I'm sure you know Jalen Brown, one of the newest ones that's a rising star right now. But did you, did you, was that like your, did they come to you or did you kind of eye them? Like how did that all work out? Uh, I got recruited by them. Uh, I actually okay. didn't know 
Um, I didn't know much about Cal basketball, which is how they call the athletics. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't know much, much about it. Um, until, you know, I met the coach and they started recruiting me, mm-hmm. um, saying, you know, that's kind of, you know, I, I heard of Berkeley, but I didn't really know about the athletics. Right. And, you know, once I learned more about it and throughout the recruiting process, I fell a little more in love with the game. I mean, with, the with the school. That's awesome. Um, what, what was it like? attending UC Berkeley like what's the program like for anyone because UC Berkeley it's a pretty prestigious college or university and not um, sadly not a lot of people have the opportunity to go there so just take us in of what it was like because I'm very curious (laughs) yeah I mean um, I always say that you know if it wasn't for basketball I don't know how much my chances I would have had to go to Berkeley but uh, you definitely have to be um you know, pretty special to, to make it to a school like that. I mean, everybody knows how tough it is to get in. Um, even as an athlete, it's not easy to, to go to school like that. Um, but it's, it's definitely for me, it was a perfect, perfect experience of the the highest level of everything, highest level of athletics and highest level, um, on the academic side. And, you know, everybody you meet there is smart. Everybody you meet there is special Mm -hmm. and has that special thing. Um, you know, like the, the cool thing about Berkeley is it's not a preppy school. So, you know, the people you meet there are smart, but they're also down to earth and they're also, you know, like they're just very, very open minded. Um, yeah. So that, that, that was a, the thing I liked the, the most about it. And uh, it's definitely a competitive environment. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really, you know, it really makes diamond, you know, the, the pressure out there really makes diamond, really makes uh, amazing people. That's awesome to hear. Coming out of that school. Yeah. yeah. So what was the biggest transition from going high school, especially not just regular college ball, um, UC Berkeley, the program? Um, for me, um, it was a huge transition because I was already kind of transitioning from not having been playing basketball for a long time. Um, you know, I barely, I barely played in high school and then, you know, having the opportunity to go to Berkeley and playing in the Pac-12, um, you know, it's, it's a it's a huge difference. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I was a skinny kid uh, coming in, you know, not having much of an experience and, yeah. you know, having, you know, I believe my class, we were one of the, you know, top classes in the country and whatnot. And so it, it was tough. Obviously, it was tough, um, you know, being in that. But it was fun for me because, you know, I'm a competitor and, you know, right. I just want to improve and get better so it was just kind of like another challenge another opportunity for me to be like okay like how can I how can I learn how can I go in every day and practice and be the best that I can be yeah. um so that's kind of what it was for me as a, you know that transition you know getting bigger getting stronger and you know learning the game mm-hmm. at a faster pace and whatnot so yeah that's really interesting I think a lot of people wonder that because a lot of them have questions because you know sometimes it's the build quality of your body and sometimes it's learning the plays sometimes it's learning your teammates and a lot of things can wrap around someone's um, head when they're going from a program to another one that they're just getting started on so that's very interesting exactly exactly so going forward again you had many like you said your older brothers being in the G League right now in the you're pretty much in the NBA like umbrella Mm -hmm. what's it like having a big brother in the NBA Luke 
McBob Mute, who was, I think, he jumped a, um, a few different NBA teams, but I think his well-known one was the Clippers when he really persevered and made a name for himself. And especially being with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and LA Media in general, um, your name pretty much blows yeah. up when you're there. Um, what was mm-hmm. what was that like? Um, it's, it's, it's been a, a blessing for sure um, to have somebody like my brother uh, who, you know, coming from where I'm from, he's like, he's like the trailblazer yeah. for, you know, for the NBA. Um, and so it's been a blessing definitely having the opportunity to see him and watch him. You know, he's, he's been an inspiration for me growing up. He's been in the NBA for maybe more than 11 to 12 years mm-hmm. now. And, you know, that's longer than I've been playing basketball. So, um, <laughs> You know, just having the opportunity to look up to him and kind of, you know, learning from him, from the mistakes he's made and what are some of the things that he's done that has allowed him to put himself in that position for for that long. You know, I've definitely been blessed to, to have that and have have it be so close to, to be my brother that right. I can learn from him. Yeah, it's just basically a phone call away, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So what? Like I said, he's jumped from a couple of teams, and you two share a similarity. You guys are both elite defenders. You both are long. Um, I feel like you guys both have, like, an agility slash aspect to the offensive game, which is great because I feel like sometimes it's lost and people stagger around the three-point line. But mm-hmm. what what advice has he given you being in the league so long, and um, what have you taken so far? Um, uh, I'd uh... If I can share, obviously, uh, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, like the defensive side and some of the things that he does and what makes him so special. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like, you know, like I, I've done a good job at, at picking those things up. And uh, but I think it's more, you know, the mental battles and uh, yeah, some of the things that, you know, he, he learned throughout the years uh, in the league and, you know, the game and some of the things he picked up from different players and different elite players he's played throughout the years. Yeah. Um, so he, he, you know, I've, I've learned those things from him. We talk a lot, you know, he break down game, break down, you know, film and, you know, when we watch games and stuff like that. Um, awesome. So, yeah, we, we, we share, he's shared so many different advice with me that if I, I don't, I'm not able to just give you one. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's yeah. all bundled in your brain. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's awesome. I, I love when um, you can share a passion with some, someone, especially as close as a family member. I think that's what makes exactly. it so easy and um, makes it so great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So moving on. So you were you're part of the G League. Like I said, you've been with a couple of teams the RGV Vipers, which I want to say you were the last team for the G League before they ended their season to be the um, champions. How does that feel? <laughs> Well, it feels like I'm still the NBA G League champion yeah. right now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great feeling. Uh, I never won a uh, championship before that. I, I, you know, I never had a ring before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got close when I was in high school uh, with the national championship with Montverde Academy. But um, so having the opportunity to be in that position, not many people get that. Right. And uh, being a part of that team and uh, helping the team get to that position, um, it, it was huge. And at the end, winning a championship, you know, and 
you know, a championship of something like the G League championship, mm -hmm. which, you know, like everybody knows It's by big. now. Yeah. It's uh, one of the most talented talented teams to me I think is the most talented team after the NBA in the world so um, it was it was an amazing experience you know I had so much fun we had so much fun the whole team the staff on that team um, it was just an amazing experience that I still cherish to this day that's awesome yeah especially before a pandemic like who would have thought that you would have end your the season and then you know no one has knocked you down because the season hasn't started so technically you're still the champion <laughs> exactly I'm, i'm still the champ yeah keep riding uh, the so, wave yeah. keep riding the wave <laughs> i'm still i'm still riding the wave it's been a year <laughs> now i thought it looks like we're still going for a long time yeah okay so before you entered the g league i understand you went through the drafting process is that correct yes yes okay. i did So unfortunately you went undrafted, but what was, what's the drafting process like? Because I've talked to many players and they said that they, some of them want to get the feel and sometimes, um, whether it's going to workouts, Laker workouts, Milwaukee, 76ers, like, um, just have that experience and make connections. How did that drafting process go? And did you, did you have an idea that you're going undrafted or what was the feel like? Well, me personally, I was realistic with this, with the position that I was. Okay. And uh, I knew that coming out of college, you know, like I wasn't expecting to be drafted or I wasn't expecting to see my name in the mock drafts or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but I just wanted to have an opportunity and I just wanted to, you know, showcase my talent, let people know, you know, right. what I, what, what I could offer. And I think that the pre-draft process allowed me to do that. Um, it's a, I'd say it's, it's a fun process. It's, it's draining with, yeah. you know, with the traveling, with the workouts and the stress and all that stuff. But, uh, for me, it was, it was fun, uh, having the opportunity to really showcase the people and showcase the team, um, what they may have not been able to see, uh, in a college setting or in a college environment. Right. And, or even uh, on regular like, film. <laughs> exactly. So that's, that's what it was for me. And then, uh, You know, I enjoy being able to travel and go to different teams and step foot in like NBA, you know, practice facilities and things like that. Uh, it's amazing. definitely a fun process. Yeah. It's unfortunately, some kids won't have to, to go through that this year. Yeah. But um, yeah. But that's really cool, though. Um, again, like you said, it's um, a bit tough traveling from place to place, but you kind of get the fun aspect out of it, which is awesome. Exactly. So. I saw that you met some amazing people like Magic Johnson. How was like how was that like meeting Magic Johnson like getting to meet him and giving to obviously connect him. Magic is a legend. Me personally I didn't, I didn't really grow up watching Magic or I just remember my dad, you know, talking about Magic a lot, you know. Yeah. My dad's from Africa and he's not the biggest basketball fan, but you know, growing up he would always talk about Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson. So getting to meet him was pretty cool, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, I've met him a couple of times. He's such a great guy, him and his wife. So yeah, meeting Magic is awesome. Many players, unfortunately, go through tryouts and some of them get picked up by G League. How did you enter the G League? Uh, for me, it was, um, the like I said, the, the pre-draft process um, was uh, something that allowed me to showcase myself to to teams and whatnot and um through that um you know my first team was the toronto uh, raptors who uh, expressed their interest in me mm -hmm. and uh, that's kind of how i was able to uh 
get to uh, get to uh, the Raptors 905. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that's amazing. I I feel like I just want to applaud you because so many so many people there's so many basketball athletes <laughs> that don't get the opportunity that you have um, amazingly had throughout your journey. Of course, it's um, not done yet. There's many chapters to be open, I believe. So, mm-hmm. but that's awesome. I just want to applaud you for staying the course. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. So the G League, I've been to a few G League games, but as a player, describe the atmosphere. What? Because I feel people know everything about the NBA, right? But I mm-hmm. think because it's such a, it's a bigger lens, um, the media is more surrounded by that. But take us in the G League atmosphere and what that's like. Uh, the G League atmosphere is... Um... You know, I I haven't been in uh, NBA atmosphere. I mean, as a fan, I know what it's like, but mm-hmm. uh, being inside of it, I, I can only speak for the G League um, right. in comparison. It's 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 dope. I'd I'd say that you know it's you know being around it. You know, everything is just. You know, it used to be called the the development league, and yeah. that's literally what it is. Everybody's just trying to improve, and everybody's just trying to you know, move on to that next step, whether it's the media guys or the, the athletic trainers, mm-hmm. the coaches, the, you know, even the uh, people in the front office, everybody's trying to move on to that next step. Yeah. And so you can definitely see it, you know, people are just trying to bring the best every day and the, the best out of themselves and, you know, make everybody around them better. And uh, so you can definitely feel it. And as a player, you know, it's, it's great to to be around that, you know, especially when you also are on your journey to make it to that next step. Right. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like the G League, from what I've heard, it's like a grind, but it's like a beautiful grind because people are working together, trying to make each other better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, it is a grind. And like you said, it, it, it is a beautiful grind because you could just you're around everybody who's making making themselves better so you're you're taking part of that 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 culture and whatnot right um so like college like when you're playing in college you have a set you have a set team for that remainder of years but unfortunately when you go pro and enter the g league and this business what what's it like players moving in and out it's it's not like college obviously um there's a mental part of the game that i think a lot of people talk about because you have to have a level-headed you have to just remain the course what's that like for mm-hmm. players moving in and out because you know that's the business side of it um yeah i think i think uh the answer to that question would depend on who you're asking you know if you're asking a coach or if you're asking a player uh, for coaches it's um it's, it's different because they have to you know deal with players um, different players every day, different players, you know, you have a mm-hmm. whole new team, you can have a whole new team by next month. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a coach, it could be challenging as a player. Um, me personally, I've, I've experienced that and I've been, I've been through it all. I've been through, uh, you know, getting waived. I've been through, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting traded. Um, so, um, but you know, you know that it's the business of basketball and me personally, um, it, it's, uh, it's not necessarily the worst thing because you know even at the next level those things happen right and um so it happens all over the all over the world and happens you know it's the business of basketball so it, it you know kind of comes back to what you had said earlier you know you, you there's some some things that you can't control you can only control what you can mm-hmm. and um that's how i've that's the approach i've had 
And I think for most guys um, that have been successful in the G League, um, they've had that that approach um, because um, that the G League, you know, kind of prepares you for that. Right. You know, that mental mental battle and that mental those mental challenges. Right. So, like you said, you've kind of experienced it all within within the league being waived and traded. Um, I, I see so many um, so, uh, media platforms saying that, or even players like headline players saying that they get traded without the owner or the GM coming to talk to them. That's just a straightaway like shot. Um, have mm-hmm. you experienced that or do, have they came to you and said, you know, Roger, this is what we're moving forward with? Yeah, I've, um, I've, I've been lucky enough to be part of organizations that were professional about it. And um, kind of let me know what the situation was and what mm. you know what what was going on. I didn't uh, just found out on Twitter or right. something like that. Like guys usually say. Yeah. Um, so not me. My experience was you know I, I I didn't really experience the other side of it. You know I was lucky to have professional enough GMs to mm-hmm. come talk to me and uh, talk to my agent and have uh, um, open conversations about these things. Yeah. It's. It's kind of like, you know, 101 respect, respect 101. Exactly. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Can't really miss that mark. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, some people do, but. Yeah. I know. It is what it is. And then the whole world finds out before them. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, what? Okay. So, again, you, you were with the, um, the Vipers, Toronto Vipers, the G League, and then you went to Santa Cruz, which is amazing because I feel like. I've heard players say that that's one of the best facilities and um, that they love playing at. But what's it like playing for the Santa Cruz Warriors? Well, um, personally, I had a great experience. Um, you know, I joined the team midway through the season um, after uh, the December break. And uh, I had a positive experience. I really liked the coaching staff. Um, I had great teammates and uh, just the staff there, you know, it's a, it's a world-class organization, you know, mm-hmm. the Golden State. I think, I think every G League team is a, is a mirror of their, uh, their affiliate team. Okay. And uh, Golden State, um, everybody knows Golden State as a, as a world-class organization. And I think it trickles down to their G League team. And uh, I was lucky to be part of that. And I experienced it, I experienced it firsthand. Um, I think it's, the coaching staff was great. You know, every, every, I had a great experience and Santa Cruz is a beautiful city too. So I was lucky to be a part of that. When you're in Santa Cruz and playing, like you said, with the Warriors, what's your daily routine like? Like take us inside the locker room going back before this pandemic started. Um, what was your whole daily routine? Um, I'd, I'd say every day is never the same. You know, you have game days, you have off days, you have travel days um, and you have practice days. So every every day is, is a little different. Um, game days, you know, I had a specific routine for game days, you know, as far as, you know, shoot around, whether we did or not have shoot around that day. Um, and then obviously getting food, pregame nap and all that stuff. Practice okay. days were different. Um, off days were different. Um, so it, it kind of varied depending on the day, you know, every, every day was never really the same. The schedule changed. Right. Uh, we could have a back to back, um, and you know, the schedule would change as well. And I think that, um, for most basketball players, 
um, the professional basketball players, um, the, you know, that's usually how things are, how you don't necessarily have a set routine every day. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of it, too. Yeah, it keeps you on your toes. <laughs> exactly. So you talked about pregame. So you do you do do a pregame nap. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm one who uh, I like I like taking pregame naps. Uh, okay, I wish I took more naps. Right. Honestly, I think everybody wished they took more naps. Yeah, it's hard. Like, how do you yeah. put? How do you put yourself? You just lay down and then you just knock out. Like, how does that work? Well, I think that naturally you're. I don't know. I I, I can't explain. I just <laughs> no. My body knows that it's game day. And, okay. Uh, yeah. That is pre-game nap time. So um, your body's on a schedule. It knows this. My body, yeah, it, it knows that. Okay, today we have a game, so okay, we, we got to take a nap. So what's your pre-game meal? What do you what do you usually eat? Um, well, it it depends. Or me personally, it depends on where I'm at. Um, okay, you know, I've had different pre-game meals depending on which markets I was in, but um, I, I'd like to I like to keep that private and I like to keep that a secret. Um, okay secret but sauce. just know that it's something good <laughs> yeah 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 it's something good for sure though. okay I'll take your word for that um so going into transition to the NBA because um I'm sure you know that they've put out an announcement saying that the league is about to be back on late July um which is mm-hmm. interesting like the um an article came out which I I'm sure you know that 150 or 200 players were kind of upset that they weren't part of the vote and the transition and everything i think Kyrie irving is like the head the head um honcho like holding holding down the four for the players um Mm -hmm. so what's that like has your brother spoken to you or what what, like if you were in that position would you want to continue the season and would you play in orlando um you know honestly me personally it's tough to speak on it because um i come from africa and i grew up in africa and um so i i can't i'm a black man in america and you know ever since i've been here i've i've gone through the struggles of being a black man in america Mm -hmm. but um there's some things that you know i may not still understand because i come from a different background and i didn't grow up having these oppressions i grew up in a place where you know we are the majority you know black people we all everybody's black you know so it's difficult for me to to speak on it i can only speak on it as a black man in america and Mm -hmm. as um the experience that i've had i think that those guys are speaking on um their you know their their um I think that the what what they're expressing now is based on what they think is best, yeah. Um, based on the situation and what they feel like, you know, with all the years and years of oppression that they mm-hmm. they um they 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 they've gone through, you know, up to this point. So I think that, and I hope that um the best decision is is going to be made, uh, for the cause because I think it is a crucial time, and I think that the right, the right, I think you know having everybody be aware of this and you know, this fight that has taken on to this worldwide level shouldn't mm-hmm. be, you know, just kind of forgot about it. So I just yeah. hope that, you know, the best decision is made and the fight just continues. Yeah, there's def- definitely different point of views, I would say. A lot of people are saying that they want to continue um, the league and be like that platform, be a whole like big, loud um, platform for social reform and police brutality and all of that. 
And others mm-hmm. are saying that we don't want the league because I feel like that would be taken away from what we're trying to do um, because it would kind of be a distraction. So there's different um, point of views, like I said. But again, I hope I love your honesty. And I again, I hope that, like you said, that whatever platform or side they choose, that they go full forth, full force with it and try to make a difference in the world. So yeah yeah i think that you know whether they decide to play or they decide not to play um i think i and i hope that you know either way it won't affect the uh the change and the fight that has that has started and that is is going on right now so yeah hopefully um we'll, we'll see what happens yeah for sure talking about so we're again we're also in a quarantine i feel like this year is like a whole bunch of craziness happening um in our world and so what what has your like what's your quarantine lifestyle been like um it's been very slow it's been chill for me Mm -hmm. personally um i I, i'd be honest around this time of the year usually um it pretty much is the same for me because uh, it's the off season and all i do is just you know, work out and be at home. Right. Um, besides the fact that, you know, there's no, there's no, you know, open runs and things like that. Yeah. Um, I've just been doing the same things, you know, just working out, um, finding different ways of working out with the gyms being closed and whatnot. And uh, just, you know, putting my mind, focus on different things other than basketball, um, you know, taking some classes online and, you know, just learning about different stuff. Oh, nice. And just expanding on, uh, you know, different avenues besides the basketball. Yeah, that's awesome. I think um, in your once I went to your Instagram and, you know, they say you could tell a lot by someone's bio. And I feel like yours, it has entrepreneur, photographer. It's like much more than basketball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think that, you know, the more than athlete has become you know, pretty popular lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to think that I, I want to embody that. Um, I have, uh, you know, many different interests and uh, basketball happens to be one of them and the main one. But I think that um, there's life after basketball and there's life even during basketball. So all of that, you know, takes a part in my days. That's awesome. What kind of classes have you been taking? Uh, just taking a few classes online. Um, uh, right now, I completed a recent one on uh, information management system, oh, wow. um, which is uh, it was pretty interesting. Something I've always been interested on, and uh, just you know, learning about the stock market, learning about yeah, real estate. That's very smart to do, especially and, uh, now. <laughs> yeah, just um, you know, sometimes you get tired of watching Netflix, so yeah. <laughs> trying to find something else to do. Oh no! Be careful what you say on here, Roger. <laughs> 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 no one I wants Netflix you. to go away. No one. No, no, I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm not taking anybody's <laughs> Netflix away. I'm just trying to bring on. You know, for yeah. when they get bored of Netflix, they can do other things. Right, right. Well, that's awesome. Do you do like what? O- what other things are you doing on the side right now? I know you said you're taking taking classes. Is there anything else that is like in your mind that you're that you think about doing? Um. Well. Yeah, I, I'm very entrepreneurial, and uh, me personally, being from Africa, uh, I look to Africa for you know for those uh, those ventures. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 putting together a few ventures for uh, for Africa, awesome. and uh, so uh, I you know I, I can't talk about 
some of them right now until no, they're right. actually like yeah. you know on paper or yeah, not yeah. on paper but they're actually save you know, the details to be made public right but um yeah so i'm working on different things like that and i'm also you know i uh i'm putting myself you know i'm talking with friends and you know and everybody else with everything going on i i decided to put myself as an ambassador for africa so i'm you know kind of helping um friends and fam not friends family but uh, friends and you know african-american brothers right you know learn about africa learn about how they can make an impact and uh you know for those who want to start you know investing in africa for those who want to start you know reconnecting with africa i'm kind of you know just That's working awesome. on things like that That's yeah so cool yeah oh my gosh so. applauding oh gosh applauding you <laughs> great <laughs> I'm like, this guy is so amazing. I would have never thought if I didn't talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I like to keep things private. So Yeah, I could see. Very humble. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Um okay, so lastly, who who are you quarantining with? Is there anyone in particular? Uh, are you kind of playing it solo? No, I'm not I'm not playing I'm not playing it solo. Oh. I think I'll go crazy if I'm playing the solo. <laughs> um I'm down in LA with some family, so oh, that's I'll, good. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm lucky and thankful enough to to have that because I would have gone crazy if I was alone. Yeah, <laughs> trying to do unnecessary things. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Are you quarantining? Like, um, I know you said you're quarantining with your family. Is it like mom and dad and some brothers? My parents are my parents are back in Cameroon. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, my parents are back home, but I'm quarantining with my brother, my girlfriend as well. Okay, I was gonna uh, say cousin. I was gonna say, are your parents um, ripping their hair off yet? <laughs> no, they're they're some. not. They're they're not. I know it's you know it's it's, it's scary having your kids being uh, thousands of miles away. Yeah. Um, with everything going on, we have faith. Um. And uh, we believe that, you know, once you put faith in God, you're protected. So right. um, everything, uh, they, they're, they're chill. That's awesome. Are, do you still yeah. communicate with or talk to your teammates? And do you guys like do a whole bunch of Zoom calls or work out together at all online? <laughs> or is no, everyone doing we their own thing? <laughs> we haven't gotten into the Zoom call. We still talk every now and then on okay. the group chat. I think uh, we, we check in with given the situation of everything. Right. But, uh, you know, every kind of everybody kind of doing their own thing. OK, so that's so awesome that you're I can't wait yeah. to, for you to put it out in public for everyone to see. I'll be waiting for you becoming an ambassador and telling us all that info. But that's awesome. That you're doing that. <sighs> yeah, of course. If um, if you ever if you want to know more, if you ever want to uh, come down and visit Africa or being involved or if you know people who do. Yeah. Um, yeah, they can, awesome. I'll, I'll be glad to, to help her enlighten them on so many things going on. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people would want to, once this clears up, would love to get out of the house and what other ways to visit Africa. So Exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's definitely on my bucket list. So I have a connection now, thanks to you. Thank you. Pull up. <laughs> um, there Let's you go, go, guys. So once everything clears up, Roger has a has a flight for us to Cameroon. There you go. <laughs> Let's go. We'll fill up the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Um, okay. Lastly, I want people to get to know you, which I feel like they've already have a good idea of how amazing you are, but just a little fun questions of getting to know um, you. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Choose another career besides playing basketball. Oh, that's a good one. Um, choose another career besides playing basketball. Uh, maybe professional soccer. Okay. Professional. So what, you'll be like the goalie? <laughs> no, no. No? What no. position? No, no, no. Not because I'm tall. I'll go to okay. the goal. I hate it when they did that to me when I was young. <laughs> no, I'd play right wing. Right wing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, Favorite player. Do you have a favorite player? Paul George. Paul George. That's a good one. Yeah. Indiana. Oh, he was a beast in Indiana. Yeah. 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 Um, Favorite team. Golden State Warriors. <laughs> like, asked... actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, not just because you're part of their their umbrella team. No, no, okay. I've always been a Warriors fan ever since I like moved to the Bay. Oh, that's awesome. In college, I've always been a Warriors fan. Oh, awesome! See, full circle moment. It came right back there. How amazing know, is right? that? I know. <laughs> um, player you like to team up with? Player I like to team up with is this uh, NBA G League or we could do NBA anywhere. We could do NBA. My brother. Okay, I had a feeling. I was like, will he choose his brother, or do they have, like, a dynamic of who's going to beat one another? No, I would love to play with my brother. That's awesome. Um, who has the best fashion in the NBA? Uh, that's tough. There's a lot of guys. Um, yeah. I'd say my brother's pretty stylish. I'll give it to him. Okay. Not because he's my brother. I've seen, I've seen Luke in a couple um fits league fits when he was with the clippers so he has i yeah, gotta he, say he's clean he's very clean he got some swag he got, yeah. he got some swag uh, i got him beat but he, he, you know that. you got him beat okay i'll have to do a side bike comparison to see what you bring to the game sounds good um my guy's russell westbrook a lot of people tend to shy away from him because they think he's obnoxious or loud with his outfits but i find it like you know, breathtaking and confidence. So I think that's what always makes a good outfit when you have confidence. Yeah, I think you, you definitely need some confidence to wear some of the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'd yeah. agree. I'd agree. Um, if you were to pick a sponsor to represent you, who would you choose? Um, that's a tough question. Um, if I was to pick a sponsor of any brand to represent mm -hmm. me. Um, um choose wisely it might manifest <laughs> well i'd say probably uh asics okay actually, believe it or not because i wear their shoes a lot nice they're very comfortable so uh, i'd probably wear asics i think asics should be making uh basketball shoes because their shoes are the best for athletes and basketball's feet okay there you go you just yeah. pitched them so hopefully they <laughs> come on and reach out to there you, you go. there you go we need to send this to a6 yeah <laughs> dogs or cats uh dogs for sure dogs do you Can't have any dogs cat. i have dogs back home yes okay what kind german shepherds oh i just recently adopted a german shepherd last year she's a white german shepherd so oh wow that's yeah. nice yeah so <laughs> She's definitely a handful at times, but I love her. <laughs> yeah, like, I love dogs. I think I've been debating if I should get a dog or not. Well, you definitely have the time. A lot of, surprisingly, a lot of 
um, which is amazing to see a lot of shelters. Like I mentioned this in my last um, episode that a lot of them have been um, emptying out because a lot of people are staying home. So they're taking in animals, which is amazing to see. Yeah, that's that's good. I think I just hope that, you know, they don't return the dogs. Oh, yeah, that'd be awful. Yeah, no, we don't want that. This is over. No, no, thank you. Everyone keep your dogs, please. They're part of your family exactly. now. It's not like you disown a child, okay? <laughs> exactly. Um, favorite subject in school? Uh, favorite subject in school? I'd probably say um, computer science. Okay. I remember that class. Um, yeah. Favorite food? Uh, it's an African meal uh, from my tribe. Ooh, share. Um, What'd you say? Oh, I said share it. I want to. I want to know what the what the it's, food is. Uh, well, I say there's a few of them. Probably I have a, uh, the one you might have an idea about. It's called it's peanut sauce and rice. Okay, um, yeah, I've heard of that's that. Like a lot. And then there's another one that's made of leaves and uh, cassava uh, flour that Ooh. I like a lot too. Ooh, that sounds very tasty. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Okay, In and Out or Chick Fil A? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> In and Out or Chick Fil A? I have both. I can't choose. <laughs> you one. have to choose one, Roger. You can't be greedy. <laughs> oh, that's tough. You know what? I'll, 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 I just want to eat because I can't choose one <laughs> over the other. Because <laughs> okay. there's times you're feeling Chick Fil A and there's times you're feeling In and Out. So okay, those are yeah. <laughs> Favorite who who has the favorite fries, if you're to choose the best fries. Yeah, Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A fries is the best. Okay, yeah. yeah. Everyone seems to go. Yeah, they have that seasoning on it too. I can't describe it, but it's very tasty too. Yeah, waffle fries with the seasoning and the Chick Fil A sauce. Oh yeah, good combo. Uh, yeah, good combo. Yeah, I might have to get that today. Honestly, I'm kind of craving it now. Um, <laughs> Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. I haven't used Twitter in years. Do you still have your account? I still have my account. I don't even know how they they haven't closed it yet. But, <laughs> well, um, I don't think they have that authority <laughs> to just randomly yeah, delete accounts. Because <laughs> I just haven't been active in so long. When's so, the last time you went on it? Uh, I can't remember. Oh wow, it's been that long. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I'm I'm not the one to share my thoughts like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I figured uh, there was no point in me having Twitter. Right, so right. I, I think Instagram is more of my thing. Okay. I'm a visual person too. Yeah. <laughs> um, choose one person to follow you on Instagram. One person to follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Can be anyone. Mm-hmm. Can be anyone. Uh, man, uh, this is, I don't know if it's possible anymore, but I would have loved to have Kobe follow me on Instagram. Yeah. 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 That'd be awesome. I think a lot of people um, um, would pick him, too. He was the yeah. GOAT, so it's a yeah, really good definitely. answer. I approve that answer, so well done. Okay, um, I'm glad I the test. PS4 or Xbox? Do you play video games? Oh, uh, PS4. Oh, do you got the PS5? No, I don't have the PS5. Did you see it? Are you well, are you amazed by it like everyone else? Yeah, I think it's amazing. How did it. Man, I'm just... I'm just trying to find out what the PS10 is going to look like if <laughs> PS5 is like this. Right? I feel like uh, it's going to get smaller. Like, it's going to be very, very tiny once we're at PS10. <laughs> like, something yeah, you could put in your pocket. 
it's gonna be crazy. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But I'm definitely a PS guy. I've had both, but I'm I'm a PS guy. What made you switch over? Um, I just I switched from PS to Xbox for a, a few years, but I grew up having I had every single PlayStation. Okay. From the PS, I had every single version of every single PlayStation. Oh wow. Uh, of the PS one to yeah two three to the four. So uh, I've always kind of been a PS guy. Okay, I've, I'm an Xbox person, so I haven't switched over yet. But I've heard people telling me uh, I need to. So yeah, yeah, you need to switch. It's, I think it's <laughs> okay. I think it's time to come to the real side. <laughs> the real side, the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We the bright, we the bright side. The bright we're side. We the good side. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, it's funny you kind of answered this, but Netflix or Hulu um that's that's a tough one but i'd say netflix hulu is definitely good because it has those like good and fun abc tv shows um but hulu has commercials even (laughs) when you have a hulu plus account so for sure netflix okay what have what have you watched on netflix i know you said you've binged yeah um what have i watched on netflix i watched um like right now i'm excited to uh start season three of Mr. Iglesias, okay. <laughs> which is uh, Gabriel Iglesias' show. Yeah. I just watch random stuff like that. You, I watch some stuff you wouldn't expect, you know, most people don't even know about. Yeah. I watch um, random stuff too, so I'm on the same same table as you. There you go. I watch like cooking. Part of the 1%. And, yeah, part of the 1%, <laughs> the point, point 0.1. I know. Uh, yeah, I watch like food shows like this one called the final table which is like a competitive and it shows you different cultures um around the world so it's really that i thought that was really fascinating because i love seeing different cultures and their food and I, I, i'm pretty competitive so i love watching a competitive show <laughs> so that helps mm-hmm. <laughs> but i have to check that one out yeah it's really what, what is it called the final table the final table mm-hmm. okay it's a good one yeah yeah, I like those two. I, I was watching um I was watching one called Idiot Test. Which oh, was yeah. like I've seen a couple of You've those. seen it? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I, I like finished it in a few days. And then I watched another one called Emoji something oh, where I haven't seen I've I've seen that available but I haven't watched that yet. I haven't tuned in yet. Yeah, so it's on your suggestions. That means you okay. you do you do watch those things. It's good. <laughs> okay. That's on my that's on my to do list. Um, mm-hmm. Summer or winter? Oh, summer. Summer. Yeah, summer. Okay. Um, choose one place to vacay. One place to vacay. Um, I'll probably just go Cameroon. Cameroon, back home. Yeah, I go home. There's a lot of beautiful places to see over there. Okay. Um, do do you mind like giving us a little details, like what? What is there to do for people who I want to say that most people haven't visited or haven't really thought about Cameroon? Like, give us a little Mm -hmm. deep, like, tour of what we can expect if we go there. Well, you can expect a lot because we, Cameroon was blessed with um, a lot of different things. It's called Africa in miniature. So we have the beach. If you want to go to the beach, we have the beach. We have uh, volcanic lakes. Wow. We have the mountains. We have the savanna. We have uh, the tropical forest. Um, the multitude array of cultures and foods, and you know, just so much to see and so many different beautiful places yeah. to see. 
Um, I I'm still even discovering like this morning actually as we speak of it. I uh, found out about um, these twin lakes that we have um, oh. back in uh, somewhere in the west of Cameroon, and one of them is shaped like the map of Africa. That's um, so, yeah, we have a lot of beautiful things. Um, I think all of Africa, actually, there's so many, so many beautiful places to see yeah. and to visit. So, well, I'm sold. I'm pretty sure everyone who's listening is sold. So, like I said, we're I'm all telling gonna, you, pull up. We're all gonna go. So, don't be surprised if a herd of people start going. Not at all. Not at all. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, do you have a secret talent? Well, it won't be secret anymore if I share it, would it? <laughs> I think people need but, to know uh, your secret talent, Roger. What is it? <laughs> uh, do I have? I'm a very good cook. Ooh, you I'm are. I'm a very good cook. I could throw it down in the kitchen. Okay. What's your, like, yeah. do you have a go-to meal? What's your yeah, go-to I dish? Yeah, make, I make this good, like, chicken and plantain meat meal um, that, uh, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, uh, you know, happy about. I think that I will have to go with that one. Okay. See, see, people in Golden State, there's no Chef Curry, okay? There's Chef Roger. He has there the chef. Go. He has the chef skills, okay? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I want to say like my go-to dish is like the shrimp um, scampi that I make. It's like uh, pasta, so I I'm a sucker oh, for pasta. Yeah, I'm a yeah, sucker for yeah, pasta. Yeah, yeah, um, Shrimp scampi is a really good one. Yes, and so um, what's one thing on your bucket list? One thing on my bucket list, um, I want to, that's a, that's a really good question. Um, I'd probably say I'd want to travel more and visit, um, all the continents oh, wow. in the yeah. world. That's so funny. Yeah. Another, someone <laughs> told that to me too, that that was on their bucket list, but that's, that's a really good one because, you know, there's so much to see. Yeah, yeah, I think that um, that's that's uh, something I definitely would want to do is being able to discover all the different cultures and uh, just, you know, see the world a little more. Yeah, because, um, you know, t- for sometimes players, they see the world through gyms. So it's not kind of the same as going out there and seeing it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Everyone, I hope... T- you loved the getting to know Roger questions and you know, it's not just Roger now, it's chef Roger. So make that clear <laughs> <laughs> in society, in the world. There you go. But there you go. Roger, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you had a blast and it was so fun talking with you and I'm so excited to see what the future holds for you. Cause like you said, you're um, still developing your game through your basketball journey, but also you're um, becoming an ambassador and all those details that we can't wait to hear. So where can people follow you to um, updated with that? Yeah. Um, thanks for having me again. Uh, I think you can follow me on Twitter at Roger Mute, but you probably won't see much, like I said. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm more active on Instagram. At, yeah. um, just look at Roger Mute and it's uh, R-Mob, R-M-A-B-25. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, that would be me. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed um, the discussion with Roger and getting to know him and seeing different sides of not just a basketball player, but him in general and with Africa and all that different lifestyle and 
Roger, I hope to maybe meet you in person once this whole world blows over us and <laughs> becomes a Definitely. better place. So Definitely. I feel like we're not Definitely far from each too. other because we're both in California. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to check out the farmer's market. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Claremont. Or maybe celebrate, uh, celebrate a birthday or something. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? We both, Taurus yeah. gang got to stick together, so. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, I hope, again, like I said, meet you in person and hopefully see you on the court, maybe come to a few games and um, see you rather than later. But again, thank you for sharing um, your story. And if you have anything else or would love to come back on, I'd love to have you to share this platform with you. And hopefully... Again, in the future, we take we all take a trip to Cameroon. Okay, let's 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 do it. Let's make it happen. There you go. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to see how the podcast grows and awesome. the many guests you're going to have on. Awesome. Well, you're definitely a top five. So just put that out there. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay, guys. I'm well, yeah, you're listening to Hoop Waves podcast, and again, it's your girl Marlena. And stay safe out there, and continue to just be good and represent um, yourself and your family and, you know, tough world that we're living in, like Roger spoke a bit about, but we can only get better through our actions and what we can control. So again, you're listening to Hoop Waves and stay safe. Talk to you guys later. Bye guys.